This is Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. Hello, Jennifer. Hi, Richard. How are you? I am doing fabulous. How are you? I am so fabulous. It's frightening. I was just driving around in the car listening to last week's podcast, and it was mind-blowing. I couldn't even tell you what, what we even talked about. I have no idea. It was uh, fascinating. We we talked to your dad, and he took us to visit his astrophysics class. On the flip side, we talked to, you know, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I said Ma Durga. Right? Ma Durga, that's right. The Hindu deity um, who has eight arms, and, and we found out why she has eight arms. I mean, what a mind-blowing piece of information. Anyway. Um, that is, wow. Okay. It's been, um, yeah, that was interesting. That was a great, yeah, that was a great podcast. I'm just so happy that you, that we record it because then I get to listen to it as if it's for the first time ever. No, I know. And it's just funny that, you know, especially for people listening to our podcast to know that you don't remember anything that we say, I mean, roughly, basically, and then, you know, uh, they can hear it and save it and, and listen to it many, many times. So I know we don't. We don't have you for a long time, and if I may, uh, let me let me lasso our friend Luana Anders on the flip side, who is our moderator of our class of our Hacking the Afterlife podcast from over there. And there's Luana's name on your iPad. Yep. Uh, Lou, iPad, so I- sorry, say again. So I saved paper. I used to feel like I was destroying the planet single-handedly. Well, um, were. Yeah. Do not disturb. Okay. Um, so just for the audience's sake, we invite our friend Luana, who passed away in 1996, who has been showing up, and she put us together, and she invites people. Go ahead. Okay. Usually they put you in my mind, but they put myself in my mind's eye, and they said, let's talk about your dream, which I totally forgot about. Please. But I had a dream. My grandparents showed up. My grandfathers were there in my dream. And I remember this morning waking up and telling, you know, my husband, I'm like, that was so cool because I didn't, I didn't say that they were dead. Like I just was, they were just in my dream. And I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was like, but it was, I don't know. We were doing something, but it was so fun to see them my you know to see my grand both my grandfathers it was really cool so she's like let's talk about your dream i'm all for it can't wait to talk about it i i love the fact that i didn't remember it and they put that into my mind so luana Um, if you can sort of elucidate what you're talking about so her grandparents her two grandfathers did they come because they wanted to impart something important to jennifer or is it just to hang out No, they're wanting to impart some information. Oh, please. Okay, so can we invite them? I'm nervous. Yes. <laughs> and what are their first names? Um, uh, Morris, my my grandpa, and my mother, my, the maternal side, and then Bumpa, we called him. Um, uh, Philip Arthur um, is my grandfather on my dad's side. Arthur, did you say? Philip Arthur. 
But Morrison, then... bump up and and uh, well, fellas, you're more than welcome. It's um, you know, Jennifer and I've been doing this for eight years. It's the first time you guys have stopped by. What is it you'd like to impart to our audience? Dreams are a very special way to connect to us, your loved ones. Oh, they know my heart was racing. It doesn't mean they're going to impart some bad information. That's just not. I get a lot of information in my dream states. We've talked about we've talked about this a lot of times because I'm dealing with several cases right now, in fact. And so sometimes I get information in my dream state. But when my family members come around, I'm always concerned. We've talked about this before where I'm like, okay, who am I missing or what am I not seeing or what am I not? Because I still have that panicky feeling. Um, and anyway, um, oh, they just wanted to tell me that they love me. I love you. That's that was my dad's, you know, one. That was your dad's way of saying I love you. Yeah. That came from my grand, but my grandfather did that too. Um, so let's ask them, how do yeah. you? How do you interject into a loved one's dream? You're on the flip side, having your adventure, whatever you're doing. And, and do you, do the two of you like get together and say, Hey, let's go talk to Jennifer. Or how does that work that you would then go from whatever you're doing to stopping by? How does that, what's the process? Yeah. So I've, as you know, and, I've been meditating every morning and like I've made that of um, making that of an important part of my life. And they said that um, I'm opening up more for myself by doing that. And so they're able to that frequency, they're able to come through my dream state easier. Um, I'm much more relaxed than I normally am. Um, and everyone can do that. Like there's different things that we do. Like we've talked about having a grad, you know, having a gratitude list before you go to bed or having, you know, asking them to join us. But, you know, I didn't ask them to join me, but they showed up last night. And of course I forgot about it because <laughs> but until the one has showed yeah. it to me in my mind. Was there, well, fellas, let's ask, is it, was there a specific message you wanted to, is it really that, that you just want to talk to people, let them know that talking to their loved ones in a dream is a valuable way to impart information? They just want me to know that they love to show up and not for me to have fear because I go into like DEFCON 5 or whatever. <laughs> Every time I feel like they're, you know, they show up. It's just it because, you know, for whatever reason, whether it's regarding my mom or whether it's regarding yeah. my kids. Let me ask them a question about process because I, I just heard this on Quora the other day at our forum, Hacking the Afterlife. Somebody said, listening to us on the podcast, has changed their dreams so that when they're dreaming now they're seeing people that they love that are showing up and talking to them and it's altered their dream state so is that what you're talking about is it, it the more that you sort of you're tapping your nose it means it's right of the money so the more that you kind of talk about this or allow that it's possible allowing that it's possible that they still exist the more you can learn new information from them but it's also a key which is there's a lot of people who are trained and told their whole lives that seeing a quote unquote ghost 
or love, even if it's a loved one on the other side, is somehow negative or might be kind of related to something negative. You talk about that. So they just showed me again. My dreams are being now that they're they show me like I was just about ready to fall asleep. This was the other night, and some guy walked by me, full apparition, which takes a lot of energy to do. And I to see spirits. It's have there's so many spirits and more. But you, you mentioned they're usually translucent, but this but was a on. This was on. I knew it was a ghost. But I'm like, I'm like, what are you? Who are you? And I didn't know until Tuesday it actually belonged to somebody that I talked to. He oh, showed wow. me my, who it was, um, who it belonged to. But yeah. I never know. But it's just like I was just checking to see if everything was going to be okay for the next day because it happened, I think, on Monday night. And which they do. Like, you know, a lot of times when I do my big events, you know, people start trickling in, spirits start trickling in. And yeah. I just, I just, I don't talk to them unless I have somebody to talk to, but he almost scared me because he was wearing a hoodie and it was the exact description of the person's, um, the person I was talking to, uh, their son's spirit that was. And, you know, just in terms of dreams, uh, you know, this happened to me uh, the other night because I was, you know, thinking about our conversation with this astrophysics professor on the flip side. And I was having this dream. And when I woke up, I thought, I wonder who I was talking to. And then I realized, oh, it probably was her because she was showing me a racetrack and a car right. speeding around it going like a thousand miles an hour. And then on the inside of the track is somebody standing, you know, in the grass on a cell phone talking to the driver in the car. And so it's like the time frame for the person in the car is completely different than the person stand. And that's how we com converse with people on the other side, because they're traveling at an exponentially different rate than we do. Right. And so it's like they slow themselves down. Uh, let's ask your grandfathers. Do they, is that accurate? I mean, well, what are you guys doing over there? I mean, I always ask the same questions. Who greeted you two when you crossed over? Who was there? Oh, oh he showed me a picture of his family, my uh, bumpa, Uncle Bucky. Um, he said, oh, my grandmother. So Vera, I, I love, I mean, I love both my grandmothers. I'm named after the other one, but, um, I was very close. Our whole family was, um, very close to my grandmother, Vera. So was that a surprising thing? Was that something you believed would happen or was it a surprise to see all these people? Yeah, he's just showing me like, I, re I remember we took him out for his 78th birthday. My sister, Heather and I did. And he told me, he goes, I think I'm going crazy. He goes, grandma was here last night looking for her suitcase and her shoes. And you hear a lot of this too. And he just reminded me, I totally sure. forgot about that. Um, Which is so funny. Like he, he said that, uh, can you show me again? She said she had to get her stuff. <laughs> because my and her, and, my and she was baby. clearly off the planet already and she, yeah, was, she, was really off the, she was really off the planet but he i mean those two were inseparable since high school so know? let me ask him a question this is bumpa so we've talked about this because the science the ndae research shows that there's filters on the brain dr grayson talks about it in his book after that block our awareness of this stuff 
But as people get older, I mean, some children don't have the filters. They recall past lives and see people others cannot. But when people get older, they lose the filters. And as Dr. Grayson pointed out, dementia patients suddenly spontaneously recover all their memory just prior to passing. It's like 70% in the UK. Are they, and is that because the filters are dying? And if Bumpa can talk about if that's accurate or not, or, or his point of view. Yeah, he he passed away not too much later. He didn't After make it that. to his next. Yeah. So let's just talk about the filters for a second. What's going on? Are, so uh, another another thing I just got was my somebody that I dearly loved as well who passed away. She told me, Lord and Nessie, um, it's actually my attorney who was killed. She told me that you know, before she passed, she's like, Jennifer, there's so much going on around me. There's so much death around me. She's like, is, is, am I going to pass? And I've been asked that by three people that passed like six months later. But a lot of times it's just because, you know, a lot of times it's not because you're going to die. It's usually because your, your filters are down, you're more open. And so you might feel a little bit more, but, um, she just showed me, yeah, some filters, it wasn't too much longer and then she passed away. So, but let's so ask, some, you know, some people feel like some people feel at times that they're going to pass away. Yeah. But so I, I so, but I mean, the idea is I'm trying to get a physiological, uh, you know, answer to like what's happening if they're, I mean, what is the filter? Is it, is it imaginary? <laughs> That's so funny. Always they're saying, but have one foot in or you know how they say you have one foot out the door kind of thing yeah right and then they showed me i'm just in both like it's, 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 you're already there you're already in both, the, both the worlds you know are in the same place for me um hold on it's when someone passes that's thank you that's close to you as well because you want to know that they're okay and if they just passed you're kind of in that that state you know, you're grieving, but you, you also want to know that they're okay. You know, there's, there's a lot of questions that happen when people pass over, as you know. And yeah. so I think it's also a filter that comes down a little bit because you, you don't want to believe that they're completely gone and that there's nowhere to be found. Right. They're not gone. They're just not here. Well, along those lines. So what would be a method if we can ask those guys, what's a method for people before they go to bed, before they fall asleep, if they're going to have a dream and they want to talk to have an interaction with somebody who's off stage, what should they do? Why the dream was successful last night real fast was because I didn't say that they were gone. It never once occurred to me that they were on the other side until I woke, until I started waking up. And I'm like, wait, why did you have a visitation? It was so <laughs> cool, you know, even though I forgot about it until I was reminded about it, you know, because it was those two, first two minutes that you wake up. Um, but the one, two, three, hold on, ask, just say, hey, and don't give it, don't give them a time limit. Just say, hey, it'd be great to see you, you know, love to see you. Let's go have some fun. I apparently made my grandfather's work because apparently my subconscious was working overtime. And so I, I had, we were moving mountains, literally like moving mount, like moving mountains, which is kind of funny to think about. Um, belief. You can't see anything that you don't believe. So believe is possible. 
believe it's possible. No, it's possible. <laughs> and try not to watch crime shows before you go to bed. <laughs> so, so it's a happy memory. So it's a happy adventure. All right. So ask, believe. Like what you said before, like put a picture next to your bed. Yeah. Or, or I think you mentioned this before, or an object that they used to own. Yeah. We talked to Robert Tan about that, but because his dog's ashes are in his house and he would put them next to his bed. Oh, and don't have any guilt. This is another huge thing. If you have guilt towards the way that they passed or, I mean, I'm telling you 99.9999% of the people that have guilt about that is wasted energy and it keeps your mind from allowing you to see them. Right, because you're thinking about, I wish I could have, I should have, et cetera, et cetera. They don't talk like this. They never talk like this. And Jennifer's waving her hand like a, a puppet because yeah. it's telepathic. You don't see lips oh, move. So yeah. that's a, and that's a bigger question, a deeper question, which is, you know, humans working on their telepathy, trying to figure which is really bypassing the filters, let's say. But the idea of communicating or learning new information. So let's, for example, you say a prayer to somebody. That's the idea we have. We know that. But that's a one-way conversation. The two-way conversation is to ask the thing, to give the ask or the prayer and, or the meditation, and then allow that it's possible that they might respond and then see how they respond. Got it. Um but also, again, they, they, they're reiterating, if you have guilt, you're going to think that they're trying to tell you something that's bad. That's the whole reason for this conversation. They just reminded me because I have so much fear surround. Like when they show up, I think someone's going to die or somebody's going to, because it's happened before. Um, yeah, sure. And your work all the time. So they're like, don't have any of that. Know that they're not dead you know, cause I, I wasted that dream with my dad. Cause I'm like, wait, you're not, you know, you're gone. And I started, he left, like he just dissipated. And I just, I was so sad and angry, but it was a mixed, you know, yeah, very mixed. Um, and for the audience, so they, they don't recall that it's like a dream that you had where you were dancing with him and you could really feel his arms sure. and, and hear the music and be completely present in the moment. Yeah, it was absolutely wonderful. I will hold on to that, you know. Um, and he was there too last night. That's what's funny too. I think my dad was there too. Yeah. Very good. Jim, we well, appreciate your presence on our podcast. Yeah. Um, hold on. Oh, in your dream state? Through meditation, you can also meet your guides. And you can also see them go to your loved ones as well. Well, the meditation that I've done, you know, it's in divine councils in the afterlife. It's the idea. I, I just really simply say, picture yourself in a boat on a river, like the Beatles song. And most people can do that. And you can imagine a boat and imagine a river or a body of water. And you can see the boat. And once you start of like lay out the groundwork of what you're seeing, now invite someone to sit across from you. And ask them simple questions. First important question is, can I ask you a question? They have to respond either by yeah. nodding or shaking their head or shrugging. 
but that's a response. And then you ask a, a litany of questions, and maybe you've got a whole list of them. Ask them all, and when you get the answer before you can ask the question, then you'll know that you've made a connection. Yeah. We talked about that last week. But it's to reiterate, it's a very simple thing. That's a good way to talk to your guide. Go ahead. What happened when you said to ask the one? So I'm like, the one, and then she put, you know, she put me in her my mind's eye. I'm like, oh, it's not Richard about a dream? <laughs> because usually it's you, because they said dreams. Yeah, sometimes she'd remind me of my dreams. Right. Still, I think that's great because for the audience tuning in, I know that's a huge issue, talking to your loved ones off stage. And this is one avenue. There's many avenues to do so. But one is meditation and ask your, if you want to talk to your guide, ask your guide to sit across from you and try not to judge whatever you see. That's because that's always problematic. People see a light or something and they think, well, I can't see them. And you say, all right, well, look, you're a light. Can you manifest as a person so we can have a conversation? And if they do, you might be surprised who shows up and you say, is this really you or are you my grandfather? And sometimes it is your grandfather. I just had to make sure. Sorry about my, my point. Yeah. My how's assistant. it going? How long do we have before? A couple minutes? About another five. Okay, very good. So Luana, is that basically the thing you wanted to talk about today? Or is there anybody who wants to show up? I know we get a lot in in five minutes. Your dad. Your dad. Oh, yeah. Okay, very good. My dad. All right. What does Charlie want to say? Oh, we've been watching your son, Jr. RJ. <laughs> That's all right. Junior. Well, Jr. is Junior. That's right. Richard Jr. It's such, I have to use names, utilize names. Yet I can't remember them. It's such a. So please go ahead, Deb. What do you want to say about RJ? How evolved he's become and how talented. I'm very proud with how talented he is. Well, the apple doesn't fall from the older tree. That's his tree, not mine. But still, yes, he is quite talented. Giving him this space. You've given him this space. Um, and is there a birthday in your family? Is there a birthday? Probably, coming? likely. But what does he want to say about it? Oh, and that we have your brother. So your brother who my, passed. My brother Jeff, yeah, passed away last year. And okay. And so how's that going, Dad? Are you guys having adventures together? He says we want to send him back. <laughs> oh, very funny. That's my dad's sense of humor. Um, you, do you mean literally he should reincarnate soon or no? You just they're, have having, they're having a ball. They said there, there's more eyes and more coincidences that should be happening because there's more people over there around your family. That's sweet. And just for the people tuning in, they don't lose their sense of humor. So, you know, they can make jokes to us about, about sending back. And my brother was a race car driver, and he spent a lot of his life really focused on racing and cars and stuff like that. Um, so are you guys racing? Are you driving in cars with him? Or, or is that something you just let him do? Building a car. Building. He's, he's car slash spaceship. I don't know. He's building it. Okay. Yeah. Anything else, Dad? What, what else would you... Now, my daughter saw him after he passed away. She saw him in the kitchen, and she came running into the room and said, Grandpa's in the kitchen. And instead of jumping up and running into the kitchen, I just said, uh, what does he want to say? And she said, well, he, he came to see the baby, which was RJ, who was just a baby at the time. And I said, is there anything he wants to tell us? And she said, he loves you very much. 
and you guys need a bigger apartment. You need a bigger home. So, he Dad, did say that. go he did ahead. say that. I, he said that I love you very much to you guys. He just said that before you said that. Responding. I love you. Yeah, I should have asked you to tell us what he said. But, Dad, uh, how do we get this bigger uh, house? Your books, something with your books. And then there's something with our girl who's an also, but um, Amelia Earhart. Oh, the Amelia Earhart book may be the way. All right. Well, that's a possibility. I like that. I like that positive thinking. I see it more as directing a movie. Okay, <laughs> Dad, from your lips to God's ears. Yeah. No, we yeah. love that. Yeah, that's interesting. So, Dad, are you planning on coming back anytime soon, my dad, the architect? Not until you guys get up there. Okay, waiting around for the whole bus to get full. That's oh. adorable. Who are you surprised to see, Dad, when you crossed over? Um, his uncle or the guy that was a priest? Oh, Uncle Tom. Yeah. He was surprised to see Uncle Tom. That's great. That was, that was his... Uh, Uncle, yeah. you know, his wife's, Anthe's uncle. I'm like, why were you surprised? It was what? Well, I didn't know if I made it to heaven. <laughs> well, yes. You know, if you see a priest, it's not like you're in the other place. Right. So that's why he was surprised. <laughs> Very good. I always like to ask questions like that because you get these unusual answers, you know, like, who were you surprised to see? And, you know. Uncle, I how about know. how about back to your grandfathers? Uh, who were they surprised to see on the flip side, if anyone? Oh, I think it has to do with their parents, their moms, just because of how long you know. I didn't. They died when I was I wasn't even born yet, so I don't. They're just saying that they were surprised to see the amounts of family, the amount of family that was there to greet them from all sides. So, uh, it, what do you guys want to tell people? My dad uh, and Luana and your grandparents, grandfathers, just in terms of people giving them a positive message about how to talk to their loved ones. Believe that we're here. Believe that we're just, we, um, we want to be here. We want to help. We know when you're in pain. We know, too, when you're in love. Love is always better. <laughs> and we think that you guys should be doing around loving yourself and others. We spend so much time in our heads. They're just showing me how much time we spend in our heads versus what we could be doing. Making a phone call, saying hello to someone, being kind. Um, I just got told to stop spending so much time getting ready. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that, that's a, you know, a metaphor for getting ready for the flip side as well. Don't be spent so much time getting ready. You know, there's plenty of time to get there. Well, it was wonderful. Very good. Thank you so much. Well, let's thank your grand, tell their, tell us their names again. Bumpka, Bump, Bumpa. Morris Medlin, so Morris Medlin and Philip Arthur Medlin. So I called one was Bumpa, Philip 
Philip Arthur Medlin, my dad's dad was called Bumpa because and, they couldn't, couldn't say grandpa. So it was Bumpa. And let me ask my dad this question because his name, he was born Romeo Charles Martini, but he was called our Charles in his life. And then Charlie, which do you prefer? All of them. We don't really have, we have lights. We don't have a name. We really. have lights. Okay, very good. And Luana, any last words you want to give us in our audience? Oh, this is funny. They just showed me uh, Mork and Mindy, Mork, Robin Williams, love, love. love Robin love. Williams, love, love. Thank you, stop Robin. Wasting. Like, you guys have time. Stop wasting it. We have plenty of time. Stop. Wait, say that again. You guys have time. Stop wasting it. <laughs> That's from Robin. Uh, unusual conundrum for the day. I like that. I have to wrap my mind around that. I yeah. think I mentioned that I had a dream about him not too long ago, or I just happened to notice it and I mentioned it. And I was I was in that tunnel that's outside of the San, the Golden Gate Bridge, named after him, Robin Williams Tunnel. Yeah. And I heard him say, "I am the light at the end of the tunnel." Oh, that's amazing! <laughs> I love that. Very funny too. Okay, thank you, Jennifer. You have a lovely day, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Love, love. Bye. This has been Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. For more information, jenniferschaefer.com, martinizone.com, or richmartini.com. Hacking the Afterlife documentary is available on Amazon Prime. Thank you.